would you say we're trendsetters? I'd say we're, we're set trenders. Hey guys, you're listening to Drunk and Uncultured. We are a drinking problem masquerading as a pop culture podcast. I'm Lindsay. I'm Stephanie. And you are about to listen to a very special episode yeah, of the podcast. We uh, did another interbrew. In- interbrew. <laughs> That's what I've been calling it. <laughs> um, we went to uh, hang out with our good friends at Pilot Project. Yes. Um, so the sound is a little rough because it was a working day for them. I think we did it like at 2 p.m. on a Friday. Yeah. Um, so you can hear music in the background, the blue line going, the coffee maker going. Ooh, also, got a note. Uh, every time you heard the blue line or the coffee maker go off, like the grinder, we took a drink. So yeah, keep that in mind as you listen <laughs> to this episode. Um, we hope you enjoy, and I mean, we had fun doing this, so we'll be yeah. doing it again. Oh yeah, for sure. Another interbrewery. Yeah, so uh, have fun listening to our visit with Dan and Jordan from Pilot Project. And check out Pilot Project if you're in Logan Square. Alright, so the way we start this off is um, you guys have to introduce yourselves. So do it. You, what you're going to do is say your name, your favorite beer you didn't have a hand in making, your favorite piece of pop culture, and a weird fact about you. Oh shit. Wait, wait, what were those? <laughs> we can, like, we can work, we can run through them. Can, 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 can you write these down? Can you, like, I wish you would have included them to you. If only we sent them to you. Okay. Do you, can you go for it? Let's just go through them line by line. So my beer, my, beer my name. Did not Hold on. Yeah. Yeah, we'll start. Let's just do them like, I'll say my name and you say your name. Yeah. Okay, so I'm Dan. <laughs> and I'm Jordan. Uh, my favorite beer that I did not have a hand in making is probably any of the uh, Daydream beers from Other Half. I I'm very late to the game in terms of the Bourbon County releases, so I've been kind of snatching a bunch of those in the last few years, and every single one of those is just like, you know, heaven in a glass, but also like diabetes in a glass. Which is, is, is yeah. All right, good. All right, the next question is your favorite piece of pop culture as a whole. <laughs> Generally speaking. At the moment, I'm just going to stick with Disney Plus. Okay, that's good. Oh, that's good. all right. <laughs> what are you watching on Disney Plus? Yeah, Mandalorian. Baby Yoda. Some of the originals, Baby Yoda. Man, I wish I could adopt Baby Yoda. So we can't right now. catching up with all the original yeah. classics. I guess right now I'm pretty hot on Lizzo. I'm just kidding. Uh, oh, no. Oh, no. no you don't even not... joke about that. We love Lizzo. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, Do you not my daughter that? loves Lizzo. <laughs> uh, so I know every word and every song. No, favorite piece of pop culture Damn right now. Damn, pop culture, but just doesn't I feel like follow her. Well, it can be like, what band are you listening to right now? Are you watching a specific TV show? Oh. Is there a movie uh, you saw recently? Did you hear something very bizarre? In oh, the Barry. Weird oh, my God. Barry? Barry, yeah. Barry is <laughs> like, HBO? Yes. Oh, yeah. Like, come on. Just the best. I'll take that. I would, I would watch that every night before I go to bed if I could. I guess I could do that, so maybe I should. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, and then the last one's weird fact. 
Which one? I uh, there's a lot of things I can't do. I can't whistle. I can't snap. <laughs> this is how I snap. I with this finger. It's just Did you know that when you finger. snap, the sound that it's making is your finger it's hitting your, your palm? I was blown away when I heard that. Uh, well, like maybe not, I just like don't have sound. palms. <laughs> there's a lot of like I don't know what you call that stuff, but I can't do it. <laughs> Okay. Weird fact. Um, I've. Uh, I. You can you come up with a weird fact about me? No shame. Um, you're too perfect. Stop. Oh, no oh, oh stop. <laughs> uh, you do a great Christopher Walken impression. Do an okay, Christopher Watkins. If that's your faculty, you have to do sure, it. Yeah, you have to do it. You have to do it. Later on. No, you gotta do it now. Let me. You don't have to do it now. If you I could, if I could answer this question in a in a reasonable fashion, maybe I would tell you. But weird fact, I don't think I have anything between you and me, John. We're pretty normal guys. I say. <laughs> That work? That was good. That was, that was great. Good. All right. That's a good snap. I still do it with my wrist. It's still a snap. I don't think, for what it's worth, I don't think I can. Oh, I can. All right. Okay, I can't do it right here. I feel like that's natural talent. Is that a check mic? Check mic. It's really weak. Check mic. <laughs> okay, so we're obviously sitting here drinking. Um, you guys surprised us with the beers. So, what are you guys drinking first? And then you can tell us what we're drinking. Okay, sure. Uh, I'm drinking Kazimo, which is our tiramisu style dessert stout, which will be hitting the market in two weeks. Two weeks. It's our next canned version of awesome. from Brewer's Kitchen. Okay. Uh, and we we amped up the next one. This is this one's a seven and a half percent. It's a, it's a dry. So it's a dessert stout, but it's dry. So it's a little bit of an oddity, but most of the Brewer's Kitchen beers are. Um, the next one that we're that we're going to market with is eight and a half percent, a little bit sweeter, but still like all the nuances of tiramisu. I'm drinking our heritage sour, um, our meaning Brewer's Kitchen, uh, which is not our uh, uh, Brewer's Kitchen heritage sour, which is a cranberry and apple sour, and it's heritage because of Thanksgiving. It's a couple weeks old. Limited supplies left, so. Yeah, yeah, it won't be. It won't exist by the time this is out. Yeah, this is gonna be on January. <laughs> well, <laughs> well it's everyone that's listening to this <laughs> Sorry. Okay, so what are we drinking? Okay, so from left to right, we have a pretty little flight in front of you. So you've got the first is Mañana de Mallorca, which is the there's no such thing as a flagship, I'd say, for any of the breweries that we're incubating, but. Mañana de Mallorca is probably the most popular beer that has been produced here yet. It is a Spanish tea IPA made with um, five different types of melon indigenous to Spain. It's really fun. We make the tea first, and then from that tea we make an IPA. The next one that you have is Smile from one of our incubated breweries uh, called uh, Brother Chimp. And Smile is a brown ale, right? Brown ale, but it's like, I mean, technically it's brown ale to style, but he hits it with a fair amount of uh, dark matter coffee. And and then you do have Cosimo in front of you, 
and then the other two, are you going to, like, go half season on them? We can't. Oh, you can't. Well, no, oh, you no, can't I have can't. the wine one. So there's the, <laughs> the Pilot Project house lager. All of the house beers for Pilot Project are meant to balance our menu, and basically they're, they're safe bets, but they're still really good quality beers. That's a 4.5% uh, lager. And then you have the uh, Mosaic Da Vinci from a brewery called Tethered Vines, which they do all wine beer hybrids. And so that is uh, basically 51% double dry hopped Mosaic IPA, root IPA, and then 49% Sangiovese. Okay, cool. Awesome. So to kick this off, I'd like to ask, what was your first introduction to beer? You can say that like it was a Budweiser that your dad gave you. No, no it was, I, I it remember. Was, and it might have been the same for both of us because we grew up together, but uh, it was Dan's backyard probably and uh, Corona. Corona. Or Lining Kugel's Honey Bites. Yep. Uh, we won't tell you uh, how old we were. We were hundred percent. We were twenty. We were twenty one. <laughs> sure. And we were having a bonfire in the back of my parents' house at twenty one. And uh, we, yeah, yeah. I was. We had some skunky Corona and Lina Kugel's Honey Bites. Yeah. Those are those are the days. Were they? <laughs> were they? Where are you guys actually from? I don't think we know that. No. Suburbs in Minneapolis. Southwest suburbs. It's a a humble little town called Eden Prairie. Did you hate beer after that experience of skunky Corona and... My first reaction was definitely like, why do people like beer? Mm -hmm. (laughs) It has that, you know, uh, a lot of that bitterness that you just don't get represented in other foods, especially growing up. Um, So... I said especially right. Jordan usually says especially. <laughs> Same with espresso. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, he's one of those I'm guys. working on we, it. We own a coffee shop and brewery, and he still say espresso. Uh, you're not like the restaurant that shut down by my place that literally has espresso right. on the sign. I'm like, oh, that's why they shut down. <laughs> not much better. It did definitely uh, slow us down from looking beer because once we went into college, I think. Instead of always gravitating towards 30 packs of PBR, which we still did at times, but we always go to the store together and look for the newest six pack or some craft beer brewery that is new and wanted to try something new every time we went there. You're also forgetting one part of the story, which is while we had Corona and Honey Vice, we also always had a six pack of Smirnoff Ice. Were you Which, icing people too, or like, uh, were you actually drinking? No, we were choo- we were choosing to drink. Oh, oh no! Yeah, it was a voluntary icing yourself. <laughs> yeah, I iced myself a lot that summer. Uh, but now, no, granted, this was then I suppose uh, senior year in college, right? To make the story uh, fluid. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> we, yeah, in college, Jordan and I would go to a liquor store which sold beer to only people of age and uh, would buy a six pack of something bougie. I feel like that was our that was our real entry point into the space. I feel like that's kind of rare for being in college. Right. And trying beer. Well also because we had no money, so it's it was it was kind of funny. I would probably almost give up 
food in the commissary yeah. just to... Well, at that point in your life, you're just looking for quantity over quality. Yeah, for sure. I was drinking so, PBR. Well, we yeah. did some economics, and if you I buy think we definitely did quantity beer. on the weekends while quality over the weekdays. We were at Booz Allen's in college. But we went to college at Madison, Wisconsin, and at that time, it was pretty good and, and growing mm-hmm. craft brewery scene. Right. Yeah, there was El Silo, there was Capital, there was Nuclearis. Carbon 4 was... No, they didn't well, exist when we were in college. Oh, we're, we're 25 years old. Uh, <laughs> that was last year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is actually last yeah. year. <laughs> to make the timeline fit. I digress. <laughs> anyway. So, what kind of led you guys to want to open a brewery? I don't think people just, like, one day wake up and be like, who's going to go start open it, trying to open a brewery? That's kind of how it was for me. (laughs) I literally woke up and then got a call that evening from Dan who said, hey, you want to open a brewery? And I'm like, sure. And it just so happens I woke up that morning. No, um, we, I mean, Jordan and I have both worked in the arts. Um, So this will go in the direction, I promise. Jordan and I have both worked in the arts for both of our, folks out of our careers. Uh, I was in music, he was always in photography. And there was sort of a similar problem that existed, um, or there was a there was a continuity between those two industries that we saw, which was if you're a musician and you want to produce um, a, a piece of art, you go to a recording studio and you and you record your album, and then you have a label or you yourself release it. They didn't expect you as a as a musician to build a you know build a recording studio just to do it. Uh, same thing goes for photography, and we we sort of saw that similarity in the beer world. Um, so we had been homebrewing for five or so years. Um, you know, craft beer had already taken off. We we saw even just looking at Chicago. Granted, we both lived in different places at the time, but we saw how Chicago specifically was this like microcosm where there are 200 breweries in the city of Chicago, but only 100 of them had physical facilities and 100 nomad brewers or gypsy brewers, they call, um, some people call them, uh, exist in the city. A, a good portion of the breweries were owned by former investment bankers. And so there's all these things that just didn't, that didn't scream creativity and, and experimentation. And so, um, the idea of opening a brewery, let alone a brewery incubator, was sort of born out of that whole combination of let's create resources for talented people. Um, we ourselves want to brew too. And that's the day when I called Jordan and said, let's do this. And obviously there was a ton of stuff to figure out uh, after that. Like, is this legal? Um, and it is. It definitively is. Uh, but that was kind of the, the impetus for all of it. So you guys obviously are helping these like nomad brewers kind of find a home to like make stuff here. But tell us a little bit about the coffee program because you guys also are a coffee shop. Yeah, we are. We've like stumbled into that. a coffee shop. <laughs> um, no, actually, the coffee shop. What's funny is if you read our Yelp reviews right now. I think people talk about the coffee more than they do the beer, which I don't know if that's a good thing, but uh, the beer's excellent, so you should come. I think it's because people don't go on Yelp and talk about beer in general. It's like, it's like not a true app, like your advocate. Yeah, there's known avenues and apps for that. Yeah. 
know. We, we, we kind, of, kind of came late to the game in like terms of like you know fleshing out what the business was going to be. You mean um, coffee or coffee? Yeah. <laughs> well, the beer too. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa, boy. Um, but we were designing the tasting room, and we have a large tasting room, so we figured you know some of us have better taste in furniture and, and, and design than, than others. So it was going to be this grand, yet simple like, tasting room. So we figured let's make it more of a workspace too, with the uh, you know huge increase in, in people that work from home. And so yeah, we wanted to kind of create a space that you could come work at, could still act as your living room. <laughs> it could act as your office in certain aspects, but also be a nice transition then to meet up with friends, meet up with coworkers, and transition to beer after coffee. Around 11 a.m. <laughs> yeah, or whatever time it is. Right now. We were, the, the other thing too is like, so I, I made it in, in oh, talk about pop culture, Pinterest, that's my love. Oh my God. When we was launched this, uh, space this uh, very Pinterest. This model? is yeah. This is everything you see is Pinterest inspired. So we, uh, when we were, when we were talking about what it would look like, I would always talk about how it was sort of a fusion between your living room and your favorite coffee shop, um, and that was honestly it was kind of like we went so far down that hole that it just started looking and feeling more like that than a brewery and then you know one of our brewers is an excellent latte artist and and we just kind of we really did fall into it but what but what is crazy is the coffee program here is insane it's so good it's really good thank you so did what kind of inspired the idea to do latte flights because that's pretty unique I don't yeah. think I've seen it anywhere else. Well, I mean, it's amazing. We got very excited. For, yeah. From a cost standpoint, they make no sense, <laughs> let me tell you. But the, I mean, we do flights of everything else. We have Mindy's hot chocolate. We've been working with Mindy Siegel. We, we do a cookie flight with her. Um, we obviously, you're staring at two flights right now. And so it was another thing in, in the, art, you know, the arsenal of, of sort of creative, fun little things that we do to show off when we didn't come up with the idea of the latte flight until after we'd opened mm-hmm. but the positivity around the, the flavored lattes was so honestly crazy um, that we kind of I think I think a customer recommended the idea yeah I don't recall who mentioned it if it was a customer or if it was someone in house but it was one of those like duh moments where you're like oh duh if like, someone in house I apologize you should get credit for it please yeah. let us know we obviously have beer flights, like everywhere right. else, but we had this cookie flight, and it was like, yeah, of course we got to do a coffee flight. Yeah. Um, and it, it definitely brings together the whole coffee program well, because just like uh, coffee and beer and, and, and food as well, every aspect gets that same account detail and love from us, because the incubator, <laughs> the incubator idea um, for for beer can also translate into the coffee world and into the food world with us. So that's why we try to hit it on every single level. Uh, dark, the team at Dark Matter, there's a lot of good friends or whatever become good friends over there. Speaking of coffee right now, yeah, every time you hear coffee or the trend, you have to drink. Uh, the, so I actually drink. Everyone has to drink. 
Um, the the Dark Matter crew was very forthright in doing experimental bean roasting for us, roasting things specific for certain beers, uh, and, and that was, yeah, to Jordan's point, kind of, I don't know, just a cool aspect about all of it. That's beyond point, the question of uh, latte <laughs> flights. So you do latte flights, beer flights, cookie flights. You serve some food here, waffles. Is there like a plan to do waffle flights or? <laughs> well, we we flirted with the idea to do because the way we present our when we first no we still do this the way that we present our waffles is we don't actually do it as a whole. We cut it up and make yeah. it so it's shareable. Um, and we were talking about doing like, four different types of waffles, but then that just becomes cheeky. It's a little bit more difficult. We're not a com- or we're not a waffle place where they're bringing up somebody yeah. waffles yeah. at a time. Yeah. yeah. Um, International House of Beer, Coffee, and Waffles. I have a big Literally, did you realize that we were this long before you decided to do this? No, there's, today? it just reminds me of I can't remember what it's from, but Zach Galifianakis has like a stand-up at some point where he says, I hop talk. <laughs> I can't remember what it stands for, but that's like all that reminded me of. I've never felt more ashamed and excited at one time to be a drawn in comparison. Um, but yeah, that's, uh, so no, no, that's a hard no on the waffle flight. It's hard okay. no. Although our, our charcuterie and cheese boards are essentially flights of meat and cheese. Yeah. And then there's a flight in our namesake, although it's not intended. We are not aviators. Right. We are not, not that pilots. Kind of no, far from it. In fact, I prefer to stay on the ground. <laughs> so, what's what's the most surprising thing you guys have learned since opening a brewery? Slash, like, is there anything you wish you knew before you got into this? Overhead. Um, there's a lot of work. <laughs> <laughs> now we're really sounding stupid. <laughs> No, what do we what do we wish we knew? I wish we knew when the Congress Theater would open. I yeah. mean, same. That would be I think an awesome would like little, to know when that's gonna little open. tidbit, little snack of information. I mean, you kind of learn everything along the way. I mean, yeah. I'm already thinking, okay, building two. I can't wait to change this, change that. Shh. Uh, well, now you thought you brought it up. Yeah, whoa, whoa, Joe. <laughs> I'm not whoa, saying there's a building two or anything like that, or three or four or five. But um, building two is the Congress Theater. Yeah, <laughs> I don't We're think we have any so regrets, but yeah, you know, like we would certainly, as being perfectionists that we are, yeah, would like to perfect certain aspects of it. And I imagine oh. there's like a huge learning curve because this is very different than yes. what exists. I do remember. I have an. I have one. Having a large janitor closet. You're right. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. And an office. Our office is a, is basically a is janitor's a closet. closet. Uh, actually, so yeah, spatially, I do wish we designed the space a little bit different. It's very biased towards the tasting room for good reason, but everything else is basically jammed into what it's effectively a janitor's closet. The brewing space is is well thought out. It just could be bigger. The prep kitchen is well thought out it could be bigger the cooler is well thought out it could be bigger to be fair these are all very nitpicky things everything like works and operates fine it's just when when you're operating in a space of not just feet inches having a foot goes a long way oh yeah is it partially that like 
this is way more successful than you could have anticipated and like at the time the space made sense and now you're even um, more yeah I mean it's gone it's it's done a lot yeah I mean we've we've done a lot better than I think we thought than we anticipated out of the gate we have a, we have a ton more to prove still but if to, specific to the space we we were overwhelmed by demand we have been. Like I said, we produced Every a lot more. Here, it's yeah, I mean, we're here at two o'clock on a, on a Friday afternoon. And it's, it's pretty. It's busy. already, and it was busier two hours ago, which is crazy. The, the morning crowd just kind of continues to be a thing. So, but people should still come here. <laughs> yeah, it's not too busy to come. Yeah, and before dollar dollar coffee before nine a.m. Why well, can't be that? Uh, every damn day. Every damn day. The. Um, Jordan's going to escape for a minute to deal with a water issue, so stay tuned. So that's something that I have noticed. You guys do a bunch of specials now. Do you want to talk about those real quick and cover off on that? Yeah, so we have a part of our being an incubator, which I, we should probably give you a little bit more of a scoop on what that is, but um, part of being an incubator is to try and mimic the market in whatever sense. And so we don't do the specials out of necessity. We do the specials to mimic what it looks like. And so each of our breweries has different price points. They have different uh, sort of, I would say, clientele that they're after. And so by doing, we don't do many, but we'll do $5 beers and we'll intentionally put two beers up against each other when we drop the prices. And that's all data that we can collect and yeah. give to our breweries or, or honestly to keep for ourselves uh, but we've had fun with it like this week we put up the lagers we put up a 4.5% uh, uh, beer against a 10% beer with a $5 special <laughs> and what's funny is that uh, the lager is an inexpensive beer as it is and it still won out uh, and so we do things like that we have a day where we do half uh, the cost of a half pour, but you get a full pour of it. In our in our uh, our glasses aren't quite a pint; they're fourteen and a half uh, ounces. But we that one sort of set up again just to more play with when when people are coming in and they're only ordering halves or smaller amounts. Does it like how is it changing their behavior? We haven't seen a ton of stuff honestly coming out of that other than they walk. They leave stumbling a little bit <laughs> um, So that one's probably going to get evolved. But it's been cool. It's also at the end of every month we talk to the different breweries and we have we have this like microeconomy. We can say, yo, out of the 22 beers that we have on tap, your four came in at 3, 6, you know, 12, and 22. And for them that's really good because then they can also see how it all stacks up. How many breweries are typically on draft time? Generally about four. I mean, we've only been open for three and a half months. Yeah. We've worked with five breweries now. Um, we'll try and graduate a different brewery about every three months uh, from from pilot. So yeah, uh, four are on right now. Are you constantly evolving their recipes, um, or do they get pretty happy with one? Sit there. That's the goal. We've only the only brand where we've done a, a single recipe more than once is Luna Bay. Now, that's because they've exploded, and so 
their demand is uh, was way more than what we anticipated. So you don't done. see a lot of hard kombucha that actually tastes that good around. So no, and they're they're like one of thirteen hard. Well, I guess we with them are one of thirteen hard kombucheries in the country. Don't fact check that. But don't yeah. fact check that. <laughs> one of t- two. Uh, one but of, I mean, it's surprising like how good. It is. I don't like kombucha. Yeah, I don't either. But it's really good. That's the response we get. A lot of people will say. I mean, if you like kombucha, you want us to lie and be different. (laughs) No, but that's no. Honestly, that is what the response is. If you like kombucha, you'll like it. If you don't like kombucha, it's it's not what you think. Yeah, Yeah. because it it doesn't have the same funk and yeasty qualities. Yeah, yeah. uh, which is it's closer to a cider flavor wise. Yeah, and it's effervescent like a champagne. Yeah. So it, it it tackles a few different. Effervescent. Uh, <laughs> big words today, aren't they? <laughs> we did go to college. We drank through it, but we won. But uh, in terms of the clients coming in, and I mean, this is kind of their experimental time as well. So we want them to come in and use the time to perfect that recipe before they maybe scale it to a size that is beyond us or have their own place. That Bruce Beaton is the other. One that's they've done mm-hmm. manana. What did I cut them off? No, we're just laughing because we know the truth. <laughs> well, the truth we can tell them the truth. Bruce Kitchen is our brand. It's just we. Do you also run both Instagram pages? No, definitely don't. Do you have conversations with yourself? No, why? That's that would be silly. That's what a crazy person would do. Uh, I have literally screenshot of that and sent it to Stephanie to like dance off. What, today? Oh, it's happening. In general. Oh, I did. Like Dan's talking to himself again. <laughs> it's usually like, what's funny is it's usually early in the morning when I should be at my smartest. I am, in fact, my dumbest. Um, we, yeah, Bruce Wait, Kitchen. Jelly, we're morning. Bruce so Kitchen is, is Pilot Project, our, our alias, because we don't ever want to distribute Pilot Project. We want to kind of keep that name safe and clean and, and non-biased. So Bruce Kitchen is sort of our experimental brand. But Brewer's Kitchen, speaking in the third person, it, it, the Manana de Mallorca. Are you, you going to be okay? I'm fine. <laughs> the Manana de Mallorca. Third person to yourself. Yep. Uh, we brewed that for like four or five times. We've done. We've gone through almost 50 barrels of Manana. Oh, we probably brewed that yeah, differently a dozen times. If you go all the way back to us. Homebrew. Homebrew. And then that one also goes out for distribution. So... Mm-hmm. What are you guys distributing now? I know Luna Bay. Luna Bay's yeah. all over. Yeah. I've seen Love Adelaide. Love Adelaide's out there. Last night. Oh, nice. Yeah. So Brewer's yeah. Kitchen is going to get the cans. Yeah. They have Love Adelaide. They have... Um, they. They. Uh, yay. <laughs> they will have Cosimo soon enough Jeez here as well. Um, some of our own pilot project stuff will be going out throughout uh, bars, restaurants. Okay. That's more just the volume of the space. Sure. Mm-hmm. We won't ever can that. Yeah. We literally will never can that. But that's more just as a hey, how's like we're in the neighborhood now. Uh, Tethered Vines wants to start canning pretty soon. We're just still kind of playing with uh, their recipes a little bit. Brother Chimp is available in some of the suburbs. How big is the hurdle into getting distributed and cans out there? Well, so we can self-distribute. So we we will um, do. I mean, we can we can distribute anyone anybody's stuff. The I mean, the biggest hurdle is obviously demand. 
Or they're all still... Luna Bay, is, like I said, is done really well, but, but all four of the brands are still essentially unknown. Do you see a lot of like, recept- like open reception to with uh, beer stores and bottle stores with taking like a new brand or trying out like a trial run? Is yeah, it pretty I, difficult to get into that space? Or I would say it depends kind of on the store. I mean, there's a lot of... Uh, Stores, liquor stores, that, beer stores that want the new stuff. Okay. Yeah. They want that new brewery and they, they want the one-offs. Um, yeah, a lot of them will just say like, "Oh, it's new. I want some," because they want they want to see like whatever is the yeah yeah as kids say the new hotness. Uh, but for manana, manana is really easy because it's so unique and, and I think people say generally pretty good that that kind of sells itself. Love Adelaide's interesting because it's a brute IPA, which is polarizing in itself. And then on top of that, it's a it's a super earthy, like has a it has a bite to it, which I think some people vehemently hate that. I think it's pretty cool, but uh, Luna Bay getting them into market, they've done a lot of it themselves, uh, but. Whenever we've been promoting them, the biggest question is not unlike what you were saying earlier. Is they go, ah, oh, like kombucha is not going to sell. Hard kombucha is not going to sell. Or they've they've worked with hard kombucha brands in the past that don't taste as good. Yeah. And so they're they've already been burned by it. Uh, but the ones that have been open to it have sold it really well. Like it's in bitter pops right now, which I feel like if there's a more discerning audience, it should be beer stores like that, and it's selling really well in their tap in their. Uh, Tap room. Have you seen it at Liquor Park? I don't know. I've only seen you guys, at, or not you guys, only seen Brewer's Kitchen at Liquor Park. Yeah. Uh, I don't the, think I've seen Luna Bay there. They're not there. The tough part about... That's just a small store. Small they have a lot of stuff, though. I know. But they need refrigeration space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So oh, you, our kombucha has to be, because it has live okay. cultures in it, mm, has to be refrigerated. Otherwise, it'll re-ferment and then... Not be good. <laughs> not be good or blow up or one of them, you know, both. Okay. Have you seen it blow up? I've I've not seen it blow up, but I've seen the can right before it was about to blow up, <laughs> yes. and it's a little scary. It's like shrapnel. Sounds amazing, but it kind of does at the same time. No, I mean, honestly, all it does it just like blown, it balloons out a little bit, but it's not going to actually blow up. Also, let's not te- let's not test that theory. <laughs> I mean, I haven't seen it, but it shouldn't blow up like a grenade or anything. Right? I mean, it should just kind of pop. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, I mean, that would make sense. Yeah. It would just pop like the... It would open like you put a beer in the freezer. Yeah. So, obviously, you guys are both new to Chicago. Newer. Okay, you're not from here. Um, <laughs> so, what's the most, like, what's been the, like, positives, negatives about the beer community here? Because, obviously, we've already established there's so much beer here. It's it is beer technically yep. the beer yeah. capital of the country right now, and especially where you guys are based in Wilton Square here, there's like breweries within walking distance of beer. Yes, right. Well, that's the positive. <laughs> yeah. Everywhere you go, you can find a place to saddle up to try some new stuff. Um, so the question was beer reception. I was like, or what is Just our perception? What, what do you think about the community? Yeah. yeah, your perception of the community. So it's interesting because... I my I make a shit ton of uh, music analogies, mm-hmm. <laughs> and here comes another. Yeah, here's another one. So 
the lead guitarists all they love each other and they hate each other at the same time comics you know barking on the street love each other and hate each other at the same time I would say the same of the beer community because it's super especially like brewers themselves are so open they love collaborating you know and inherently there's that um, there's that like native competitive aspect the thing that the area that we find ourselves in or I hope that we find ourselves in is because we're the premise of this is incubating is collaborating that we get to be act as sort of um, Switzerland in that uh, respect it hasn't I mean right we actually we're doing a collaboration today with Midwest Coast brewing out in West uh, West Town but we haven't seen like animosity towards us. We 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 see competitiveness among the industry, and then at the same time, people running to each other to get you know eleven pounds of mosaic hops at the last minute. So it's kind of that really weird. I feel like the first thought is not like you know oh shit, there's another brewery in town. It's more so oh awesome. There's another yeah. brewery that we can do a collaboration with. Yeah, like when Mars confirmed that they were going to be up the street, I think everyone was really pumped. Yeah. But now it's becoming you know, uh, a bar crawl type of thing. Yeah. Yeah, we've, we've bar, done bar, bar, bar crawl, crawl in this neighborhood many a time. Yeah. <laughs> and we wanted to be, when we were looking at locations, it was here, Malrow, or, or the Brewery District. Is that they're calling themselves now? Yeah. The Brewery District. Uh, I've called it a bunch of different names. I think they call Where it Where Goose Island history. is, yeah. and on tour. Yeah. Uh, and Midwest Coast, yeah. Uh, yeah, that was... We wanted to be in those areas. So yeah. I feel like that was important. Yeah, it's... Uh, the brewery little, like, segments is always kind of nice to see. Because, obviously, you can go drink everything. Just yeah. walk everywhere. You can, and that's a great thing. <laughs> So I, I don't think there's a ton of negative things to say about the... It's just, frankly, we need to all work together as a community to really center ourselves in Chicago on the national market. Because you hear so much about the New England Chicago's and everything. How do you feel about the community not including brewers, so the people that consume? Do you feel like there is a like, specific... Ask a leading question. Ask a leading question. I'm not trying to sound like an asshole. Um, I mean, yeah, what do you sound like an asshole. You You edit this, not me. I do. Um, Yeah, what do you, how do you feel about the craft beer community as a whole? Uh, Or not as a whole, but what minds the brewers or the the consumers and Mm -hmm. their. I feel like the entire craft community has been impacted by the untapped apocalypse. Yeah. Which is um, interesting in, in owning an experimental beer facility because I swear to God, half the beers that come out of here you're going to think are totally whacked out. Uh, that's the point. So that's been interesting. Uh, like when someone comes in and tries a wine beer hybrid and then says they don't like it because they don't like the wine, they're like, well, well, yeah, that's um, that's the point. So that like that aspect has been fascinating. Have you seen the? Uh, there's an Instagram account called like WTF Untapped. Oh, and really? It's people will like oh. leave these bizarre reviews 
they'll be like one star for a Cezanne. They're like, don't like Cezanne. Cezanne, yeah. yeah. It's like, what? Well, Which is something that we try to not do. So oh, we don't do in general. Yeah. Like, I don't like lagers in general, but, like, I'm never going to rate or, like, describe a beer based on my personal opinion. Like, yeah. I know what lagers should taste like. I know. Yeah, rate it based off the lagers. Right. Yeah. I'm so glad I got you the lager. No, I mean, I've actually, been getting, like I've actually been, actually, <laughs> I've been getting into them lately. Um, there's, like, there are beer types that people don't like, and there's yeah. no reason that you should yeah. rate them poorly just because you generally don't like that style. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess like the the community culture that just is where the bias comes. I mean, we love IPAs, don't get yeah. me wrong, but we're not right now. Actually, we don't even have that many IPAs on the menu. Usually, not part we of the do. Haze we're, we're not currently. We're we're fermenting a double that's going to be a, a line lower. Personally, I am on the haze grade. Usually, that's what I gravitate towards. Okay. But um, what's what's been cool here again is when you come in and you learn the concept. Like we have two brown ales on, on them. Historically, people just destroy brown ales because they're not popular. Mm-hmm. But one's an English style, and then uh, the other one's a kind of the standard brown. And, and the reception of those has been really good because people have the context of the space. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if we didn't have that caveat. Might be saying this. They might be singing a different tune. Is that a hurdle at all? Like having to explain that it's weird by design, right? Uh, do people kind of get? Do people get the concept? And no, definitely not. <laughs> but they don't have to. I mean, I, if nothing else, it's a nice space to come drink. But I, people when they do hear it, they like it. They, yeah. they generally have a very positive sentiment. A lot of people will say, oh, so a contract brewery. And then we'll go, not really. I mean, by definition, sure. But the idea isn't to help you take over the world. The idea is to help you, you know, experiment. Yeah. Really small batch. We were throwing around the idea of telling you on the menu how big each batch is. So right now, like the the manana that you drank, that was a two-barrel batch. So we'll only serve 500 of those, period. And then it'll never be brewed again. Uh, it's like stuff like that that we haven't started doing yet. I think it helped uh, people wrap their head around it a little bit more. I feel like that's really cool from like a marketing standpoint to be able to say like this batch only there's only 500 pours. Right. Mm-hmm. Come try it before it's on. Yeah, we should probably be more forthright with that. <laughs> there's a lot In of good I think, stats that kind of hit different crowds. Yeah, I mean. We, I don't even know if we still do. We used to have like IBUs listed on no, I our menu, wrong. but it's just like, someone took them. You know, there's a very small chance that people care about IBU. Um, there's probably as a small, train, everyone has a drink. Yep, train. Train's gone by like 15 times. I know, I just block it out. I've been too stupid drink. But I think that also kind of goes to what you were asking too about the Chicago community. And it, it was just like, it's a positive industry here, but it's also a community in the sense that, you know, how many people will wait out in the winter for, you know, overnight for, you know, a bottle release of release of your food. I will so, never make that first silence. I probably won't either. I'll just try to find my way into acquiring some other people. Um, yeah, I mean, like, you know, beer has a strong sense in that, that way that you know, people care about it. And if you 
you can hit the people that care about it, it's good. If you can hit the people that don't care about it, that's even better. <laughs> yeah. That's it, Tom. Um, What's the one beer trend that you guys would be okay seeing go away? Seeing go away? Yeah. Oh, so, say, if you have to pick a beer trend that you would love to see go away, and one that you think you should see more of. I don't know if it's trend, but just, like, pouring any beer in a regular pint glass. Oh, that's an interesting one. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, look at you. Because there are so many styles that are just that much better um, in their respective glass. Aroma-wise, color-wise. Mine's the milkshake. The milkshake. You're actually IPA. not the first person that really? said that. Uh, That's I say keep, pretty much a consensus. Keep I, just, I can't. Yeah, Jordan <laughs> likes it. I'm. I can't get into them. I wish I could. Can't. There was. A, I mean, there's a point where like we like milkshakes now. It's kind of gotten old. Super sweet. Super like. Yeah. I mean, they can't even have a lot of hazy IPAs yeah. anymore. Because to right. me, they just don't they, taste like anything. Like if it's a double dry hopped, double hazy IPA, like <laughs> it doesn't taste like anything. What about triple dry hopped, triple IPA? Triple IPAs in general, I feel like they're harder to drink. But they than put doubles. you in the face. Yeah, they do. I actually time. had this conversation the other day. Like, double is easier to drink than single, but then triple is the hardest. Someone listening is going to say, well, the BJCP doesn't recognize triple IPA. It's yeah, being an actual beer style. But uh, uh, have you had, I know Half Baker a few years ago did a quadruple IPA. I've had, I've had. Uh, they only gave you like this size. I had an entire. It was so hard to I had drink. quad daisy cutter ones. Double saturated, double daisy cutter? No, it was oh. quad daisy cutter. It was like a quadruple See, I, I would drink that until I would, I would patty up. It was like 12. Quadruple, triple, whatever daisy cutter. Yeah, it was like, oh yeah, 12%. Like, was wrecked after, and it was a full pour. You were probably so satisfied. It was really good. It was was that so the time you got me the Daisy Cutter hat? No, that was at Bangers and Ace. Oh, okay. Before the UFC fight that I went to. I feel like, wait, say that again? Bangers and Lace? No, UFC fight? Yeah. yeah. Like, were you in the cage? I was, I fought. <laughs> oh, that's I fought. awesome. I fought while drunk. No, I used to work in a brand um, that sponsored UFC. So they got some like, tickets. No. So you just assumed she was fighting when she said that? Yeah. <laughs> like, Lin- Lindsay in the cage. Hmm. I would get knocked out immediately. <laughs> Your asthma would flare up the second you stepped in. I would just start hyperventilating. <laughs> Getting on a healer. Well, I don't know if I could take. I could what would it take me. to fight in, in the cage? For you, how many like, da- how about how many quadruple daisy cutters? Like a case of drink to fight the... I'm not like an angry person. I don't okay. ever get like aggressive or fight. Like, uh, we don't fight ever. No, not oh, really. We do. We're like super. Not I don't fight. With this anybody. is pretty much our demeanor at all times. It's like <laughs> even in a professional work setting, it's like yeah, whatever, just whatever you want to do is fine. I don't really care. <laughs> oh man, we used to sit by each other at work. Yeah, it was bad. That's what it was. And then, then they separated you? Um, I switched teams. And then I switched companies. <laughs> so now you're on your own. Uh, Half Acre, though, they can do no wrong. Well, I shouldn't say they can do no wrong. They do plenty of wrongs. But Half Acre, all of the, all of the, well, no, they're a wonderful brewery. Everyone knows it. But all of the double, all the iterations of Half of Daisy Cutter, I have not found one that I disagree with. 
Yeah, I'm going to see Big Hugs comes out tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. That'll be exciting. They yeah. also have with Dark Matter. They do. Well, that's a lot of people do. I know. <laughs> they seem, pretend like they <laughs> seem to be Yeah, they're one of the few that, that work with Dark Matter. They, they, they do a lot. There's a lot of like crossovers with Dark Matter and like, everything. Oh, so yeah. Like, Mickler does it. They're there. Well, I feel like Half Acre is the staple for crossovers with Dark Matter. Oh, for sure. Um, specifically because yeah. they've done um, like pop ups at. Yeah, uh, that was last year, right? So, uh, Emporium Logan, the pop up space, they did like a Big Hugs pop up bar last year. Right. And we were there, and the owner of Dark Matter walked in and was like, Big Hugs for you, Big Hugs for you, Big Hugs for you, and just was like <laughs> buying everyone beer. And it was the barrel aged pistachio. pistachio yeah. oh, they didn't I got give so you an drunk. actual big so oh no! It was, it was it was good though. It was great. It was amazing. Yeah, they had all the variants there. It was great. I bought a beanie that I immediately lost. <laughs> oh yeah! <laughs> I forgot you did that. You hugged a few too many people, and then the beanie went away. Oh no! I, I lose beanies very quickly. That's a good thing. That's a personality trait. This just losing things. Specifically, beanies. I've lost. I lost the one from Cellar Maker. In San Francisco, like we didn't even leave. We didn't even leave San Francisco, and she lost the beanie she bought in San Francisco. <laughs> that's your weird. Yeah, that's. Uh, oh yeah, why did we have to answer the questions? Because we already given ours. Did. So, do you want to hear ours? I have a new one now. Yeah, you do have a new one. Okay, what were your answers? Um, so, so your favorite beer, favorite beer is Mega Machine by Mars, or um, Mocha and Cigarettes by Cellar Maker, or Fish Eye by Kensington. Um, weird fact. Is that I can fall asleep in the middle of the conversation, wake up, and continue the conversation? Because you've like heard it, you've heard the conversation subconsciously. No, or you, like, I, pick up I fall you... asleep mid conversation and then have like woken up and then continue. I've like, done it to her multiple times. And just she to be doesn't... clear, you edit these podcasts. Yeah, <laughs> I do. <laughs> it's only like it's mostly like when we're like when we're on vacation or something, and like I'm going to sleep, right. and I'm like we're talking, and then I'm passed out, and then a minute later wake up. <laughs> She also uh, can fall asleep like instantly, and like she'll be like, I'm gonna take a little 20 minute nap. You just keep watching TV, and then she'll be out. I'll be like, Okay, and then she's asleep. Well, right. that and then it's not, not, not narcoleptic. <laughs> that's, I, that's, that's the first thing in a narcoleptic person. I can control when I fall asleep. Yeah, I'm not. Um, but that, and then I wake up like completely fine. I don't wake up like groggy or tired. We did that before, um, or I did that before Big North. Oh, yeah. Two years ago. Well, now I'm just starting to think you are a cat. That's actually a better, a better comparison. I'm like my puppy, my dog. My dog and I like, just take naps all the time. <laughs> he sleeps all day. He's like immediately yeah. asleep. I like to hear about dogs because Jordan has become a cat lady in the last. I half love a dog year. person. I'm a dog person too. I'm a dog person. You're you're, you're cats. I love cats. She. I'm both. Just cats are easy. She's not really a dog person at all. And the other day she played with my dog. It's like, oh my god, what's happening? You're playing with Lupin. She's like a different side of stuff. She like she just ignores them when he comes in. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, puppy. <laughs> yeah, that's about, that's about as far as you And you shouldn't come to our patio in the summer because oh, there, was, so there was a day where I'm pretty sure we counted almost 50 dogs. I, yeah, I won't put my dog out. Your dog cannot but go anywhere. <laughs> we did have to put, because we, we were initially promoting that we had dogs, so people, I mean, people go after that. Yeah. And we, we got to a point where we had to start promoting, please bring your well-behaved dogs because um, we had, we, no one got hurt, no dogs were bit. No dogs bit each other, but we had a 
couple like instances where people don't pay attention. Like they bring their kids, they don't pay attention. They yep. bring their dogs, they don't pay attention. And where two dogs were ready to go at it, and the owners did not give a, and it was yeah. So then our hospitality director uh, Mary was like, no. Well-behaved dogs. Well-behaved dogs. Yeah, uh, I mean, my dog's well-behaved. He just doesn't right. want to go anywhere. He'd rather be at home sleeping. But uh, my, like, answer to the question, so I think I said favorite beer is Nazareth from True in Denver. Or there was a Great Divide one. But instead of Pipeworks, I think. Oh, Mosaic by Pipeworks. Yeah, uh, I can forget about that every time. That's a good beer. Oh, that's, like, yeah, so that's, good. Total, that's such an underrated beer. That's an elusive vibe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's... That's if, we, so fucking if we remember to check a beer in and we give right. it a five, we check in the fives because we're like, it's an elusive five. Right. Um, but then, uh, favorite pop culture thing is, I mean, I'm big into music festivals, so that's usually my big one. Like, I've been to. You're also big into Jeff Goldblum. I am big into Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> and Nick I have a Nick Cage pillow where it's like. Sequins in one direction, it's all red. If you run your hand along it, his face appears. <laughs> That'd be like face off. Are you back? Um, I, you know how kids suffer from like night terrors? I have those as an adult. It's very bizarre. It's you wake a, up screaming your head off. No, she just like sees things. Like, you're also, I'm also night super blind, blind and I'm right. extremely night blind. So like in the dark, any shape, I have like a, yeah. I'm like half asleep. Do you sleep with a machete next to your bed? Uh, I have to wear an eye mask to sleep because if I like open my eyes and see something, I literally will be my boyfriend and make a screaming thing. Um, I'm my 26. I'm like, this is something that like four-year-olds have to deal with. <laughs> <laughs> I started to get those like living alone. Mostly when I hear things, I'm like freaks out. Um, and then my pop culture is just Keanu Reeves is a gem and my favorite actor ever. Nick Cage and Keanu Reeves. There we go. Yeah, I know. So, we have other questions still. <laughs> we have like two more. Um, what's the most ambitious beer that you guys have either tried to make here or that you would like to make here? And have you ever had any like occurrences of something just tasting like garbage and throwing it out? Oh yeah, absolutely. Well, not I mean not at Pilot, no, but, but things are amazing. Yeah, no, homebrewing, <laughs> homebrewing, yes. At Pilot, we haven't really well, we pilot test, so it kind of removes that concern. Uh, In a way, Manana de Mallorca was one of our more ambitious ones. We what about the what about the tart cherry cacao porter? That's one we want to do. Yeah. Uh, what is it? We home brewed this. It's a it's a tart cherry cacao porter. Wow. And so it that's was yes, it is. But all of our beers are mouthfuls. <laughs> yeah, I'd be like walking in the park on the south side of Brooklyn, Chicago. Uh, the tart cherry cacao porter was name IHOP what (laughs) Uh, god that was a good beer when we when we homebrewed it we've been flirting with the idea of doing that of doing that in January and releasing it in February because it's kind of like an end of winter beer yeah Uh, tart cherry is sort of more of like a summery but we'll see 
how collaborative is it within your own brand with the pilot and Brewer's Kitchen? Because you obviously have like an in-house brewer. Oh yeah. Um, so do you come up with ideas? Do you guys talk about ideas? All of us do. I mean, he's the expert. So when we throw around ideas, um, all of the tart cherry cacao porter was exclusively brewed by Jordan and me, but. Logan is the is the smart one. So like he's the one that puts things into context. So when we throw out ideas or he throws out ideas, he's the one that kind of does the feasibility test. Same thing goes for any as you I mean half of the brewers that we have here are home brewers who are then converting into commercial. And so he's sort of their he's their gut check. Um and he's because he's also brewed. He's been the head brewer for you know a brewery that did three barrel batches, uh, and then he's also been brewers for for Bells and Great Central. So he can kind of see how things are going to scale up. Uh, so he helps. He's pretty instrumental. Uh, he's brewing right now, which is why he's not on the podcast. Doing what he gets paid for. Yeah, he's doing his job while we are not. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, a lot of times when we have ideas, it's kind of like throw it, out, throw it out. Let's see, like how we can make it a little bit different, or like make it a little bit more creative. Because <laughs> let's see, sorry. <laughs> I'm very confused. I thought like, I was going to. It's a very yeah. Okay, sorry. Because in a lot of ways, we can kind of you know, throw out a bunch of lagers, IPAs, PLALs that, like, we know are going to be good, but yeah. we want to make them not just good, we want to make them great or weird in a sense. Yeah. So, how can we do that by changing the water? How can we do that by doing a different yeast variant? How can we do that by switching out hop for another? Or just exclusively one hop? So, every time we have hopefully the time to put in a new recipe we're, we're always trying to think of like how can we make it a little bit more different how can we make it a little bit more creative unique that no one else has done so what does like the future of pilot project look like obviously it's a little hard to say you guys have been here in a couple months so you're still you've talked to us off the record <laughs> before of like grandiose ideas so like well now we're on the record now we are on the record yeah. not to put you on the spot Grandiose, grandiose is yeah. Is that I think I said wrong. That's you. You used to moderately correct. I used to correct, but I think I said the word wrong. Correctly. What are the grand ice ideas? So we want to open an IHOP. They. I wouldn't say they change weekly, but they certainly are. We want to present it differently. Pilot Project Cat Rescue. Yeah. I'm on sure. board. Pilot yeah. Project IHOP. Or yeah. wouldn't it be Waffles? So. That's right. Pilot Project Waffle House. Waffle House. I feel like. Ooh. Ooh. No, we're. You'd have uh, to get Old House Pilot Project. <laughs> I really want to start That's a. That's an ambitious crossover. <laughs> I really want to start a craft vermouth business, but Jordan won't let me. So that's no. not happening. Literally holding him back. Um. What if you do like a craft malort business? I feel like that would do well. Mm-hmm. I, I also in support Chicago, yes. Do you see SCH malort? Yeah, they changed the relegate to a lot. It's less uh, bitter. Vomity. It's, it's not more as good. sweet. Oh, I love malort. I loved the old version of malort. Have you had our cider? Lots of yesterday. Our ciders from Overgrown. So we don't make that here because we can't make cider, but uh, uh, Overgrown Orchard. Not? 
equipped to make cider, or is that like a different No, you have to have a winemaker's license to make cider. Interesting. Yeah. I did not know that. But the cider that we do have um, is from Overgrown Orchard, and they made a it's, a, it's a heritage apple cider with the Malort coffee beans that Dark Matter did. So it's, like those coffee beans. I love that Flash. coffee. No, that Black Splash is? is the cold brew. Oh, we had a bunch of that at Bright. Oh my gosh, we like brought them out of the Malort cold brew at Bright. So <laughs> you good. should give it a shot. It's pretty It's pretty wacky. It's really good. We're big Malort fans. Like I said, we took four shots of Malort yesterday. Recording. I think we did three. Four. No, I think we did four. Yeah. How many before you came here? <laughs> Zero. We actually Nine. did drink before we came here. Yeah. That's you why did? That's why no, we, we did it. No. Oh. I, I took it down before we got You haven't had enough then. All you've, you've drank four four-ounce cups. Glasses. Servings. Cups. Yeah, I'm going to go with cups. What if you started serving beer in, in uh, coffee cups? That throw people that. off. It's experimental. You just yeah. like hide behind that. I went to serve it in boots. So one of the bars at where I went to college served beer in like beakers. So I've seen that. Uh, That's probably like cerebral in Denver does that. Yeah. And they gave you like one of those giant novelty straws or something. No, it was just like a regular beaker. And eventually they stopped doing it because they ran out of beakers for people taking them. <laughs> yeah. Um, but also it was in like Gainesville, Florida. So. We should just do some really some things that just are really bad for business, like serving beer through straws. What if you serve them like with bed straws? Ooh. They have to be like the fun ones. Mm-hmm. Get behind that. Um, Gold custom pilot bendy straws. Like it's all different colors. Coral straws. I have an interesting question I just thought about. Do you have you guys noticed because you guys have very like unique glasses? Uh, have you yeah. noticed that people are stealing? Oh, at glasses? an incredible rate. Yeah, we know what we bought. We know what we're. <laughs> at. Have you stolen any of them? No, I no, have not. not these ones. Yeah. Yeah. Not your glasses. You, you had a look like you said you were going to say yes. No, no, I haven't still stolen your glasses. <laughs> I have stolen. Sure. Well, we all have. I've wasted <laughs> We all have. Yeah, but people. So have people stolen glasses? Yes. What What blows my mind though is that people have stolen coffee table books. We have coffee table books sitting out on a lot of the tables, and there have been multiple that have gone missing. And we have video. We have video of every you know of everything that yeah. happens, and you're not yeah weird. future well, criminals. What's that? No, you are a little weird. You have literally like watched us. On the oh yeah, that was amazing. Well, yeah, but I, I, you were posting, <laughs> so I was like, "Oh, where are they?" And then I told our hospitality manager to bring you a free beer, which I think is a, was, it was very cool. No, thing it was really do. funny. Also, Stephanie, Stephanie wasn't there at that time, and it was so. Oh, funny. Really? She texted me and was like, "What are you doing?" Was that when we did the back and forth <laughs> thing, which totally was not me, by the way? Right. No, exactly. that wasn't you. That was, yeah. Um, no, she texted me and was like, I leave you for one day, and this is what you do. I don't even remember. I thought that was, was so funny. I think we were. I was on vacation somewhere. Was I in Europe? No. No. I'm sure you had people saying, like, stop, do No, God. I had people, like, people DM just was like, yeah. this is hilarious. I, I, like, I had the same thing. Well, it Great. got bad because her phone died. She's like, I need you to go on there, and I need you to Continue. respond. I was like, no. Well, you have chargers here. Well, for context, for context, uh, Lindsay and I went, or somebody <laughs> from Pilot Project, and went, somebody from Drunk and Culture, uh, went back and forth on. <laughs> they were Instagram. It was like yeah. one photo of. I, sh- I shared a photo of your menu, 
And then, like, you reposted it, and then I reposted it, and it went, like, and then it went 10, 15. With commentary. I wish we could... Can we go back yeah. to the Instagram gods? Let us go back. Yeah, because it's look. in your story, so you can go back and, like, post. Right. Like, you can do highlights, so you can pull we it. Should re- we should release that as evidence <laughs> the day that you release this. We'll put it on our highlights. Drunk in the Culture yeah. by Pilot Project. <laughs> <laughs> Why did we start talking about this? What was the question? I don't remember. <laughs> it was very oh, much. people stealing your stuff. Oh, yeah, so they, still, they steal. Yeah, so we've gone through one third of the glassware that we bought. Holy crap. From either theft, probably a fair amount from just broken right, glass. Yeah. I do like, remember your opening night. Oh, my god! Like, just hearing glasses shatter Black all night. We were. I mean, there is there is an event technically the night before called Black and Blue, where we just took a meeting. We wanted people to critique us and all that stuff, but it it didn't do anything because it wasn't you know the, the masses didn't come the way yeah. that they did on our opening night. Was that the one? So you guys came on Thursday, right? Yeah. So like our actual open was Friday. Right. right. So you guys black came on Thursday. Our our Black and Blue Blue was on Wednesday, okay. and it was with like fifty people. And then that event, I mean, I feel like everyone came at the same time. So then we got rocked. We've seen things up from there. Well, I, mean, I like I would. I got to a point where I didn't know our point of sale system, which is like the you know the, the cash register. I didn't know and you it. Do now. I barely, but I I would just give away free beer. I just wouldn't. Probably one out of two people just didn't get run out that night. See, that's news to me. So yeah, sorry. <laughs> that's it why I don't take a paycheck. <laughs> Lost all of our money. Uh, Have you guys had a lot of experience with? Uh, just came to mind thinking of that night, like with like influencers trying to hit you up for stuff. It is. Uh, Spoiler: We're not influencers. I yeah. Disclaimer: We just, we're we're we just right. say that we're not influencers. We we have there is a funny point where it's like what is the threshold where you get to call yourself an influencer? Nobody should call themselves. Well, it's yeah, a just because it's a stupid thing. Yeah, but there, like, we've been hit up by by people that had over a thousand, like eleven hundred followers. They'd be like, hey, do you guys do work with Eleven thousand is a lot more than a thousand. All right, I'm sorry, eleven hundred. Eleven hundred. We've had we've had people hit so us micro. up. Like, well, is it? I don't know. Like, I don't know. If your high school follows you, does that count? Do you count as I have a lot of friends that like their entire sorority follows them. I don't have. All right, let's go through everyone's personal that. amount of followers. I don't use my own Instagram. Ever. Uh, Rarely. Fine. I, I think it. I have, like, on my personal account, I think I have 400 and yeah, I'd like to do something. So who's to say that's not, you're not an influencer? So you are, no. you're an influencer, yeah. No, we are not personal influencers. So, We're not. Uh, so let's pretend like you hit me up from your personal account and said, hey, Dan, do, do you guys ever work with, do you guys ever work with influencers? And we've had people like that. Is that, that a thing that people say, though? That seems, oh, like, yeah. super uh, weird. All like, time. do you ever work with it? That's yeah. so weird. Absolutely. No, but they'll ask the question, for, like, with the, you know, idea that they're the influencer. Yeah. And then we have, yeah. So like a lot of reach out. reached out. Yeah. We haven't like really done anything with influencers. I feel like you don't need to with like the way social media is at this point. You're getting a ton of free. Everyone's getting a ton of free advertisement just from just general content being posted by people. Yeah. I mean, we kept it. You can say better than I can. We've kept it as like organic as possible because that's just what we 
want. It's a better yeah. representation of. Yeah, we'll do songs. sponsored posts and stuff like that every once in a while. We've done a couple of things just like with groups, like nonprofit groups that have strong followings as like giveaways with yeah. them, but that's that's really it. Uh, but I wouldn't be having that guy said like people that that help set trends and all that stuff is interesting. I mean what we're trying to do is set trends with new beer styles and everything, yeah. so I guess we can't would you say we're trendsetters? I'd say we're we're set trenders. <laughs> Cut that one. <laughs> oh no, that's going in. Okay. That's gonna be the cold open before any words oh, come out. There's a good chance she'll fall asleep during yeah. <laughs> I don't fall asleep while recording. I have like a month to do this in. Yeah, you've got time. You'll do, I'll do, do it the night before. As per usual. <laughs> How do you edit? On, like, Flipping the whole oh, yeah. <laughs> interview. Oh, yeah. Let's go. Because like, yeah, like I, like, I do you listen bro. to the entire conversation? Then oh, like, write down like what no, you no, might no. cut I, and then listen to it again. As I cut it as I go. I remember okay. most of the conversation. So like, you just like, no, nope, that's like, what's your inner monologue? Like, that's stupid. Um, no, nope, that's it stupid. Is, I keep most of it. There are portions where I'm like, that's stupid. How can I edit this out and make it still seem like that wasn't ever there? You should just do like one of those time warp sounds in the background. Like, <laughs> no, there's a lot of like, there's a lot of difficulties where I will sit there and be like, how, and like look at, listen to, like break it down into like milliseconds and like try to find the spots where it sounds the most organic to like remove weird comments. You also or... have to remember a lot of the times we're hammered. Doing the podcast. Damn, well, we need to get. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we have plans tonight. <laughs> You're way too sober. What time is it? 3:48. We have stuff to do. <laughs> no, we got time. We do have time, but I don't want to get hammered tonight. Yeah, okay. <laughs> We're going to empty bottle tonight. You're gonna get hammered. I know, but I got hammered last night. Like, it's not my fault. <laughs> actually, last night is kind of my fault. So we actually did. Um, there's another podcast. They're based in California, but they do music and beer pairings. Okay. And so for the holiday month, they wanted to do uh, like an advent calendar of sorts. So you had to pick a song and a beer to like pair with it. And we got asked, because we talked to them a lot on Instagram, we got asked to do it. And so we had to record it like four times. And we did a twice. Bl- we did it twice. And then we did a blurt shot at the end of it. So we had to re-record the and then at that point, we were like drinking in general because we were we went straight into an episode. So, um, or was that a business decision where you're like, you know what, I didn't like the sound of that. Let's just do it. No, I said the bo- I said the brewery's name. <laughs> oh, mm. She called them Cruz La Blanca. I swear to God, I, I thought that it was called Cruz La Blanca for a long time. <laughs> we're gonna be there Sunday. I know. I don't know. That. I feel like they should re- they should release a beer though that's called Cruz La Blanca. Yeah. And just so you know, we are pilot projector. <laughs> yeah, you've been saying it wrong the whole time. Um, so actually, though, so now the schedule's come out, we can say it. You guys are going to be participating in the Illinois Brewery Running Series next year. Heck yes. Yeah. Are you free runners? So you're going to participate as well? So I'm oh, no way. Yeah, we are. Oh, wow. yeah. We are doing it. You're part of the reason that they like, reached out to you guys. Oh, really? So, yeah. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the, they're gonna do the finish line right as like our our gate to our patio. We can open wide, like nice. wide, so we can have a proper. I'll be working sign. on that one, so I'll be here. I'll um, be here too. I'm not a runner. I so okay, well, there you go. So you don't drink wine, and you don't, and you've got. No, asthma. I'm allergic to wine. That should be like my. That should be my weird fact. No, oh, you're sleeping once sure. way more entertaining. I'm allergic to wine, and I have asthma. How did you learn to be allergic to wine? Um, I used to try to drink it when I was. 
of age. Right. Um, and I remember getting like really sick constantly every time, like a glass of wine, and you get sick. And thought it was like, like maybe be, was like maybe I just like get really drunk off of wine, so I kept trying it. And eventually, like I worked in Italian restaurants when I was in college, and one of like the, the owners was eventually like, you know, like you could be allergic. That's a thing. Um, turns out I'm allergic to the sulfites in it. Was it Buca de Bebo? It was a local Fancy. restaurant. Sbarro. Sbarro. <laughs> it was a local Italian Did you restaurant. Work at a that I fuck you guys. <laughs> <laughs> that I helped open um, back when I was in college. So I helped them build it out and train the staff and create the menu. All right. Put a joke on you. Threw back. Like, I helped open them. Like, oh, yeah, no, no. This is like something that I, like, is super close to my heart. The owners are like my parents, and I love that. Uh, I like helped open a that. Starbucks. <laughs> that was my college experience. Are you allergic to coffee now? <laughs> no. Okay. No. Actually, I drink way too much coffee now. I drink more than you, too, which is sad. What do you consume more? Yeah, do you consume more beer, coffee, coffee, or wine? Per, or water? Per, in general. Well, I guess, general. I guess water in like, general. Technically, water is going to win that one, or at least... On the podcast, it will. <laughs> uh, coffee. So I would say I, on average, what I tell my doctor is not the same. And well, they're yeah. listening right now. But I have <laughs> Dr. Shout Conley. out to Dan's doctor. Shout out Shout to Dan's uh, doctor. Doctor. Uh, doctor. Doctor. <laughs> doctor. Three cups of coffee over the course of the day. That's not bad. That's way less than I drink. And then, I don't know. I'm good. Here to average out. Like I haven't, well, this is my first beer in like three days. This is a thing. Same. That's, that's an accomplishment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but usually um, it's like a beer a day. A beer a day? My doctor once told me this. Not Slow once, down. like recently. It was like, you, you're not like 21 anymore. You should probably drink some. back. It's like, I lied to you too. <laughs> I like my doctor because she goes, Are you like a social drinker? I'm like, yeah, like, I don't sit at home alone and drink by myself every day. And she goes, oh, you're fine. He asked me, like, okay. how many times do you consume more than six beers a month? And I was like, two or three. A month is a long time. Well, I was like, two or three. Absolute lie. And he was like, well, maybe you should start drinking less. You're not in college anymore. That's, well, it sounds like you, you better go doctor. achieve another degree. <laughs> Just be smart. Yeah, be smart. Um, what about you? More coffee, beer, water, uh, wine, other beverages. As Dan knows, I've become a very avid uh, white claw drinker. Oh, oh no. no! Oh, you own a brewery. Oh no! Oh, no. no. Oh, they're, just, last they're just so easy. That's that's where uh, I get most of my water. I hope that should be your weird thing. <laughs> I hope everyone knows your big. I own a brewery because I don't think it comes Are off that way. No. We, nobody Definitely can see not. you nodding your head, Dan. I'm nodding my head. Okay. Yeah, Jordan drinks white cloth. You know, and he drinks scared up. Visual medium, so obviously everyone can see what you're doing. They can hear me like they can hear me sniffling, and they can hear the wave of my. So what's that? You're doing chip. We drink chip. I'm mostly drinking beer. Have you seen how much highlight is still in my fridge? 
Hey, my I already got party. my highlight for New Year's Eve. <laughs> we, saw, we found them last night at Liquor Park, and we almost were going to do that for our advent the, calendar. The High Life Magnums or whatever they made? The uh, champagne, champagne bottles. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, champagne, right. Champagne and beers in the champagne bottle. Clever. Clever um, you would say more coffee. I drink so much coffee. I drink more coffee than beer. I do drink a lot of beer, but I drink more coffee. I don't drink enough water. I drink way more coffee than anything else. Do you set quotas? Like, we used to set a, a water quota? No. I tried. I have a swell, like, big water bottle. I try and drink two of those, and then if I go to the gym. Coffee and beer counts as water, right? I mean, yeah. you drink water. I mean, technically, yes. Well, that's my rationale to the white claw. <laughs> no, white claw's bad. No. I'm getting rid of water, but I'm also getting elder. Your cat lady and your white claw lady. Listen, okay, I, never like, said I, I never said I want people to like Do you like drink me. white claw or do you drink the other stuff? You drink it. Oh, like oh I, drink, I drink everything. I try everything. Like, whatever is available. Not good. I don't like it. Monica's good, though. Yeah, we got drunk off of that. Mohawk. See, now yeah, I, I would disagree with you there. <laughs> Well, also, White Claw wasn't a thing, but I'm not. White Claw I don't like it. No. I don't like White Claw either. Well, I would Oscar rather... Blues ran into the prison, the seltzer game. Everyone's going that spiked Wild seltzer Pace. route. Um, Natural Light got into spiked seltzer game, so did Natural Light right? like changed the game this year. <laughs> oh, man. Natural Light this year. That's Natty, strawberry one. Natterdays. Natterdays? Oh, Natterdays? Yeah. We bought a 30 of Natterdays, and we drank it like two days. I don't remember what we were doing when we were drinking. That was bad.